Are we? Uh, We're ready. Okay, let's go. All right. <clears throat> and Final Fantasy 17 what coming out to you. What the fuck is going on? Why, why are you playing Fortnite music, bro? That was Fortnite music. What? Yeah. I wouldn't know. I've never played Fortnite. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Whatever. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show coming at you from the Pico Youth Center in the beautiful city of Santa Monica, California. Sitting next to me is my co-host and partner, Mad Indian. What you doing, it is Shumahan Bone, American, Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, bringing you the DOC once again. Yeah. Come on. Oh. And it sounds good because we have the audio genius, engineer, old blue eyes. DOC to the OBE. He fucked up once again. Here's his song. Here's his song. I got it for you right now. Please turn it up. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional, engineer for the hard luck show. Bitch up, nigga, that's wrong. Ah. So what you see is what saw me. Yeah. Compton up in the house today. Anyway. All right. Before you get slain, you can't Man. Hold on. Southern California show, boy. Stop audio cop. Blocking me, right? Yeah. I'm, no, you're free. Am I free? Play, play your little synth pop classic. No, this oh, was shit. what they were yeah. listening to on the way into the show. We want to give and introduce All right. a great couple artists I'm here. Coming in. From the group Third World. Huh. Third. Let's introduce it. Yeah. Thousand words, thousand. What's up, thousand? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good, good, what's good? Yeah. yeah. And chapter three in the house. Yeah. What's up? Here, what's up, man? Yeah. These, guys, these guys are two members, leads of a group called Third World. Right. Members only. Members only. And these gentlemen are part of the family, man. They are. They are part of the Oriol family. They work uh, day to day. Um, thousand. And Renee, another member who's not here today, uh, worked very closely with Estelle on Oreo, man. Right. On a day-to-day basis. So they're part of the Soul Assassin family. They're part of the Estelle on Oreo camp. And uh, it's a pleasure to have you guys here. Pleasure to be here. And you're doing a lot of dope shit. You guys have a very strong voice in the community. Yeah. Yeah. Is that your walk-on song? (laughs) <laughs> yeah Always. Chapter 3 yeah. Glad to you know? be here man Yeah Thanks man It's good me. to have you It's good to have both of you guys Thank here you. Young Upcoming You guys are earning your stripes I'm Doing it You know what I must say right now man and, and, and I can speak for Thousand and Renee And I know you're good friends with Ernie Estevan's son Absolutely uh, Chapter 3 Is these guys Part of the reason that they're 
And these are young men. How old are you two guys? Oh, I'm, I'm I'm 29. Old soul. You? 33. Okay. How old's Renee? 28. Okay. So uh, not young, but younger than yeah. us, certainly. Yeah. But uh, you guys, <laughs> I tell you something, man. There's a lot of young cats out there your age that don't want to do anything. They yeah. just want to just be bosses. Yeah. You know? They want to bypass any type of work. Mm. And I see you and Renee, man. You guys earning your stripes, man. Like, yeah, man. you guys are over there handling shit on a day-to-day basis. And it ain't easy working for a guy like Esteban Oreo. You know what I'm saying? And you got to work. Or your ass ain't going to be standing there working for him. And the fact that every time I see you guys, man, you guys are busting your ass to build this guy's career, to help him and make it happen, you know? And, and in that, you guys find yourselves moving forward and, 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 and being involved in this camp and part of it. And I just want to commend you, man, because you you and Renee, man, that, Esteban's like my brother. And the, and anybody who's who's helping him get where he's going is my friend, and I got their back. And you guys find the time to, in the midst of all that, continue to create your music, send your message, um, be part of your families and community. And like guys, mm-hmm. you guys got the pieces, man. So having you here today, it's inspirational, man. And I'm, I really want to sound proud of you guys. Man. It's a pleasure knowing you, and you guys handle yourselves like real men, dude. Gentlemen. Wow, man. Yeah, Lucky. so we're going to start right Thank there. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to start right Shout there. Shout out to OG, too, and uh, Doc, Renee, man. You know, I know yeah. he's not here, but we came to represent Heavy for the camp, for the family, everybody that mm, that needs to be represented. We're, we're here for that shit. That's know? right. That's yeah. right. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. man. Well, this is all part of the family, you know yeah, what I'm saying, dog? We be pushing, dog. This Hell is yeah. a team. This is a team meeting. Yeah. Right. Home team. Yeah, yeah. Home team. Yeah. The home team. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Do you want to say there, Mr. Silent? I, I'm you just, can talk. I'm giving you. I'm, I'm just giving you the green light. Speak, boy. No, I listen. Partner, listen. There's all kind of you know DAP protocol and stuff that I'm not getting involved in. I'm letting you guys handle <laughs> all that. You're like everybody that needs a big shout out. I want to give out the yeah. shout out to the OG What's and the Can- on here, brother Canelo Jr. I want to give a shout relax, out to Canelo bro. Jr. Come on, bro. Stay for a <clears throat> uh, I just want to say it's part of La Familia. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're connected, right? Westside Connect, but not that one, but this one. And then blah blah blah. Really though, at the end of the day, why the name Chapter Three, and what book are you referencing? <laughs> it's not. It's actually. I'm actually the third of my of my family, and I don't think I'll I'll name my kid Chapter Four. Four. Yeah. So I I'm the third. So I just went with the third chapter, Chapter Three. So it's not related to like a book. It's no. not you know, Catcher in the Rye, Chapter Three. That was my favorite chapter. Yeah, yeah. nah. <laughs> chapter Three. The, the, yeah. the one did his thing. Right. The second did his thing. Right. And now the third is a is in the midst of doing his yeah. thing. But it's the chapter third chapter is the last chapter is what you're saying because your son's not going to be Chapter Four. No. <sighs> oh. Okay. What's what? What are you thinking for kid names for your son? Um. I don't know if I'm gonna have a son because I got two daughters already. And oh, yeah. okay, but, all right. Um, I don't know, man. Well, what's what's in the charm? I'll wait for yeah, that. I'll wait for oh, that come, charm yeah. three. Yeah, hey, charm three. No, I wait for that to come. I, I don't. I really names are, are tough, man, because they stick with someone for the rest of their lives. So you cross that me. road when you get to it. Yeah, you, you're right. telling me. You're telling me what? But Herbert is that in the mix? <laughs> <at all? laughs> How do you know that? Huh? What? Did you say Herbert? Yeah. How do you know that? Because, yeah. man, I'm an American Indian. I uh, sensed it from my ancestors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my actual name is uh, Herbert Antonio Hernandez III. 
See, Big Lux, you joke around, but you're dealing with a medicine man. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Medicine oh, bear. Oh, medicine bear. Not medicine bear. You couldn't even see his face. He's like, what <laughs> the do fuck that? Just That's happened. all right. I tell a few fart jokes. They don't take me seriously. Yeah. That's some real shit. Well, God bless you. Cool. All positive yeah. energy to you from Thank the you Oneida so and Skalalem people. Hey, 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 hey. All right. Yeah, shout out. A thousand words, right? Yes, you were sir. telling us. Yes, sir. Right? You're painting a picture. That's my. You use the language. Right. What are some of your favorite words? And let's not fuck around. Oh, man. I really like superb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like tremendous. Like, I, that's mm -hmm. like the word I've been using now. Like, when people do dope shit, I just like write like, as a comment, like, tremendous. Like, I just feel like it's grandiose. Like, uh -huh. I, I like that word a lot. Sublime. Right. Like, I, I like words like that. Like, elevated words of not just, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Uh, or, classic like I, or I, I like to you know so so in some tremendous like, is a good one that's like a great tremendous, one tremendous yeah. epic yeah. do you ever use epic sometimes okay. it's overused it's yeah. overused yeah, right? a little bit. fire do you ever go that's fire sometimes I but got, it's a little yeah i like to use like words like what the fuck he just yelled out tremendous <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> superb yeah what's yeah, up superb yeah. in the house motherfucker yeah, yeah, i yeah. love that equivocally Un yeah. Unequivocally. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Unequivocally. Impregnable. Like, yeah. You know, oh. I like I like words like, you know, you manipulate that. But like yeah. chap, like I'm Chap. I'm yeah, chap. chapter three. Chap. 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 Like, no, like from names. Like, no, I know. Really? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Tres. Yeah. Tres. Tres. Yeah. A la tres. So, like, we have a lot of things in common with the, and then the, three. the third world. Is, it's like. Hmm. Three's an important number. Yeah. One, ready, set, go. One, two, three. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. The hey, the Holy Before, Trinity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Holy Trinity. There you go, dude. Yep. Right. So. Body, not, mind, spirit. Yeah. Right. And speaking of threes, right? Let's oh. stop joking around and playing oh. games with ourselves. Let's oh. get serious. Okay. Third world. Yeah. Third world. Third world. Why in God's green earth? Why? Would you say we're gonna start a rap group? Some people are like, oh yeah, our rap group is called Go Play the Mafia or whatever, right? All right. Why did you pick third world? Um well we're all like descendants or like, you know, diaspora of third world country. Like I'm a first generation from El Salvador. Um, he he also his father's from El Salvador. My boy Doc Renee, yeah, he, his his family's from El Salvador. So it's kind of like, how do we do something? I feel like the best things are always something that started off as a negative, and through time, it changes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Max Kellerman has this perfect thing with boxing when he used to do the shit for mm -hmm. HBO. He goes, class is told through time. Mm. So in the beginning, two boxers go in, and you're like, oh man, wow, it looks kind of even. But in the 10th, in the 9th, you start seeing the class. So it's kind of like that's what yep. I was thinking about this. Like right now, maybe we're second class citizens. Like right now, third world doesn't seem like a lot. But El Salvador is the first country to adopt cryptocurrency as its uh, national like currency. Mm -hmm. which, so, which right now is kind of a precarious deal. Right, right. But, you know, it, it takes a vision to create something new. <laughs> sure. So right. I think... That's where third world comes from. That we're trying to elevate it to where it needs to be. Right. You know what I like? I like what you said. I, you know, early on with this podcast, um, 
I remember I was saying some stuff about, we were talking about some crimes that I committed. Right. Right? And we were talking on the mic, and I'm like, you know, not not crossing myself up, but kind of giving like in a in a in a real a general way, talking about some crimes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember before we posted or before we went up with it, I'd kind of said to Chumahan, "Hey man, I don't know, man. Maybe that's like glorifying. Maybe that's not mm-hmm. the best." And and Chumahan turns around and he goes, "Man, you know that the people that we admire the most and are put on this pedestal." Back when in when the time was really going on, these guys were like killers and murders, and now they're held up as right. You said heroes, heroes today. You know, like and he's like, like get out of that, man. Like right now, it might look one way, but who knows, bro? And in a hundred years from now, they might be looking at you as like some fucking hero, or you know what I'm saying? And and I post this thing a lot. That's like every success story started with a crime. Mm-hmm. Every success story started with a crime. I, I mean, this country started with okay. stealing land. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's no way oh. around that. And saying like, hey, we're not going to pay any fucking taxes. And we're not paying what we owe. We're going to steal this land. And then we're going to get a whole bunch of people to work on it. And then we're not going to pay them anything for working on it. I mean, there's certain religions That's that went truth. around killing motherfuckers to build a religion. Like, you don't know. So I like that you're saying, you know, time's going to tell the story. And what is one thing now can be perceived and most likely will be very differently over time, you know? Yeah. Uh, give it some time. So that's an interesting evaluation, bro, because I like that. Yeah. I yeah. Like, like you were saying, things start with a crime or sometimes it starts with breaking a cycle. Mm-hmm. So it was this thing. It was this thing. And, um, like, my boy is a testament to that. Like he, Some people live a thing, and because that's what happened before you doesn't mean you continue that. Sometimes yeah. the extension of the story is a broken cycle, and that's how it goes. Wait, so chap, what was the what was the situation that Thousand is referencing? Oh, I just come from a heavy like, like you know my my all my family's like gang members, and just you know I had a pretty tough life. So I mean, early on, I really, I really had to make a decision what I was gonna do, and I went a, a total a total le- I went left instead of going where, where, right with them. How you know? old were you when it started to become clear to you that you're going to have to make a decision? Oh, I was young, man. Uh, I'll say by the time I was seven years old, I n- knew exactly what was going on, you know, in, in the household. Right, right. And I'm not even necessarily casting any kind of ideas or value judgments on it, right? Yeah, yeah. You get to make a choice. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, what yeah, was, was it? early. What was it at seven, right, where you're like, you know what, <clears throat> I'm going to have to pull little little Chapter Junior aside and, and talk to myself, and then I'm going to have to tell him, like, I'm going to take a different route. Yeah, um, man, I, I, I made my mind up young, you know. What was a factor, like, what was a factor that made it clear to you that, okay, I'm not doing Just, that? Just there was like um, there was there was only two things that could really go on in that life, and I seen I kept on seeing this thing happen over and over again, which is family members that I loved either in jail and people dying. So I was just like, you know what, man? Like, there's really mm-hmm. no life to this thing. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. So I was like, I I started getting into you know clothes, fashion art 
whatever I could do instead of you know doing the the gang stuff. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. when you when you started doing that, because you know it's easy. It's not easy, but it's shorter. It's a shorter time period to say like, okay, I'm making this decision, right? Yeah. And you start going in a certain direction. Were there people around you that were some were supportive and some weren't? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you know, my my parents, you know, they kind of let me do my thing no matter what. They didn't push me into something, but it was like it was a heavy influence. You know, it's kind of like, you know, when you grow up to see your dad and your uncles, they're kind of like your Spider-Man and Batman. Right. Like, they're like your superheroes and those could be those could play a big role in what you want to do that's why you see a lot of generations you know of kids that grow up in a neighborhood they want to be just like their dads their uncles the, the you know the people that were like you know mm-hmm. the baddest dudes you know um what was your lowest point for you personally in that decision where you were like, man, I think I made the wrong decision. Uh, what's described? Because I think there's going to be a lot of young men that are listening to yeah. this uh-huh. that might identify with what you're talking about, and they need to know how much self-doubt there can be when you try to take a decision to go a different way and whatever. So it, it, was there a point where you were like, oh, I don't know if I made the right decision? Yeah, uh, never. Uh, I never. Really? I never felt like, like, well, making the right decision on what I'm doing now, is that what you're saying? Mm, I'm saying just going left. Okay, let me put you in a different, because obviously I don't want to talk about anything that is, is real, but let's say I'm in a, in a family and my dad's an attorney, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. It leads to alcoholism and obesity, and you're never home, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to be a nutritionist. And I start down the nutritionist route. Somewhere along there, w- that way, my plan may fail a little bit. I might be like, oh, fuck, this is all they make? Oh, nutritionist only makes this much? But I've already committed. And now I'm looking back at what my dad's doing and thinking, fuck, maybe... Maybe I, uh, maybe I didn't do it right, or maybe I'm not cut out for this path that I had set out for myself. Did you yeah. ever experience that? Um, not so much, cause my dad, like, you know, for him to be where he's at now, I felt like he got lucky. You know what I mean? Cause he landed good jobs and stuff like that. Um, you know, like, I, I never really felt like I went the wrong way, but I all I do know is you should take a risk on yourself and do what you want to do you know what I mean like if your mind's telling you to do something I, I feel like you should go fully at that and do it you know what I mean and I don't think you should regret anything in life man you should just keep on moving forward and try not to regret it you know that's that's how I feel so a thousand I saw you nodding when I was laying out a little bit of the structure of what I'm trying to ask yeah. here right what are some of your insights or thoughts about that it's exactly what we were saying um some things start with a crime and some things start with breaking cycles. Yeah. So I, I think it's just exactly that where he's like, well, it was this or that. That's a broken cycle, and now we can build upon that a new because, story or whatever. Because it when is. you break a cycle, mm-hmm. all right, I'm gonna say it for me. When you break a cycle, there's some people that are in a cycle. Yeah. That's their identity. Right. Right. Absolutely. And when you break it, sometimes they see it as a as a discussion right. or a comment or a judgment right. on that cycle. And some people in this cycle mm-hmm. try to keep you in the cycle. In the cycle. Yeah. So in your guys in your guys' mm-hmm. journey, not from any family members, because obviously yeah. your parents love you, but I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. 
what situations would you be in where you could feel people trying to pull you back into the cycle? Oh, yeah, that, that's always going to happen. Yeah, for, for every, don't, like we were talking about risks. Everything's a risk anyway. Yeah. So you might as well make the risk that you take, not a bet somebody else is going to make for you, but bet on yourself and go off that bet. Don't go off like, well, I think, and you should. And like, it's like how are you going to look as a man, like going off other people's words, off other people's bets? You got your own money in your pocket, and everyone laughs until you're right. And you go, you don't got to yeah. be right all the time. You, you just got to be, be right, right once. once. Yeah, that's so, the truth, bro. And that, and that's kind of where we're at. Like maybe we're not at a high level, but I know when I look at him and he looks at me and where we want to go is like, yeah, we're gonna go this way. And like like he said, it's like it's a camp, it's a family. I know it's like, um, cliches are cliches for a reason, right? They're the simplified form of a truth. Mm-hmm. And it's repetitive in all great stories. Like good, the battle between good and evil mm-hmm. is just reincarnated in different stories. Star Wars, Harry Potter, the Bible, sure. Sure. whatever it is, the battle between, it's a, it's a human story. So kind of, I think that's what we're trying to accomplish is we're a brotherhood, we're a family, and we make music about what's happening to us mm-hmm. and how... We see our lives with our people, and we want to travel the planet and see where it goes. It's as simple as that. Break a cycle, whatever crime we need to go. I don't know. We just need to go, and we're going to bet on ourselves. That's how I view it, and that's what Third World is. I like that. I like like that, and I like what you said about we rap about what we're experiencing. You know, I think that. I think that a big problem is there's a lot of people rapping about what somebody else might be experiencing or what they're watching, you know? And and I don't think that, I think that something that's not genuine like that, you can feel it, you can sense it. What doesn't come out in the wash will always come out in the rinse. <laughs> always, brother. Shit. And so I think that certain things resonate with certain people because they're rapping about what they really been through, what their real life is. And you can hear it with different artists dog there's different artists that maybe what they're rapping about isn't maybe the the best thing or the most positive stuff but I, some of that music i'm attracted to because it's authentic i can tell it's authentic mm. there's a lot that sounds fucked up and, and 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 when you listen to the lyrics it just doesn't it doesn't equate man right. and it's just like trash that i just can't hear you know and mm-hmm. Um, and there's music that some of this stuff's not really what I'm about necessarily, but I like it because it's genuine and real and it's coming from a place of authenticity. And uh, I just like the fact that you're you're in your lane. You're rapping about your life, what's really going on in your life, what you're seeing, what you're experiencing, you know? Yeah. I um, place my bet. And it's about what I see and how I'm going to say it with, with what he's making. And I, I don't know, man. I'm not concerned with everybody else and there i don't listen to things and be like well are they authentic well that's their life that he's placing his bet on his story and how he views it and it's like, All right, there's a lot of there's a lot of your metaphor that keeps coming up for you thousand is gambling yeah placing a bet is it yeah. because i'm an indian and you think of casinos <laughs> no, when you see an indian is that what all. you're saying not at all my dad always told me like when when i told him about music he's like oh you playing the lotto what? He's like, you playing the lotto. You think you're going to yeah. win. 
he's like, there's a lot. There's for every one person that wants to do this thing, there's twenty thousand people yeah. that want to do that thing. So you're playing the lotto with your life. So yeah, if that's, that's what you want to do. Just know you got to play every this time thing, that yeah. this thing. Don't I, I feel like it's it could be a long shot for a lot of people, man. And the the time we're in, I feel like everybody wants to be a rapper and a producer. Like mm-hmm. it's Blue really eyes. it's really tough. <laughs> you know, it's tough to. Um, to do it in this industry man and i feel like you just gotta you gotta make authentic music man and just just try to make good music bro and just stay true to what you're doing That's steve a- from a from a from a father point of view well i got a few points of view yeah 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 okay and, I and all of them that. i'm kind of curious as to hear what, how you would hmm. how you would evaluate that that framework I don't know that I've always been this way, but I have for quite a long time, and that is that um, I don't guess that any of them. I'll just stay in my lane and talk about apparel brands. Every brand, I've never felt like it was maybe or there was any competition. I didn't think there was any competition with Famous. I didn't think there was any competition with Hundreds. I didn't think there was any competition with Young and Reckless. It was a win. It was a win. I knew as we were building it, this is going to where it's going. Cookies is going to be multiple billion dollar brand. Multiple. It'll do things nobody's ever done in peril. Um, Supermax is going to be a massive. I'm not doubting and I don't see competition. That's just me. My, I've talked with a very good friend of ours. Yes. Who's an incredible photographer. An incredible director. And sometimes me and him have this talk and he's like, so many people. There's now there's it's just and I'm like, bro, it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're not you, brother. They, there's nobody that's you. And I try and remind him that take your eyes off what those dudes are doing, dude. Like it's you. It's your show. And that's how I feel about things. I'm not concerned with this show. I know exactly where this show's going. Right. We need to stay with our heads on the ground. On the grind nose to it bro one day we're gonna look up and we'll be where we're at but you don't get there by looking up and around all the time you get there by staying and so there's a so in that i say that because i don't think it's if you're really about it i don't think it's hard it's about you getting busy and staying on your path and what's going to happen what i posted yesterday my job is to show up and do the work the results will take care of themselves they always do the other thing i want to say was as a father yeah and I'm not going to, you know, listen, man, my kids, you know, are going to date and see who they want. They're going to choose their careers. I want my kids to be happy. Mm. I don't care if my son said he was going to be a circus clown. Then I'm going to do everything I can to support him in being a circus clown because that's what he wants to do. I'm not going to tell him anything. And I'm not saying anybody's bad or good here. Yeah. My daughter, the same thing. Whatever it is that my child wants. If I ask them, is that what you want to do? Is that what you're passionate about? Well, then let's get busy. Let's go to circus clown uh, uh, schools or whatever the fuck we got to do. They do have those. Right. So which is mine, which because I believe that you can do anything you want. I believe you anybody can do anything they want. You willing to do the work? You can do it. So my my dad said the same kind of shit to me was like you need to go get a trade and a real job you need to stop fucking around with you know he said that to me as old and then once i started being successful in apparel his whole shit changed yeah. man 
friend. Fell on all his friends. Man, he's just, you know what I'm saying? My mom. But they weren't saying that shit because they didn't have that experience. Because they wanted to play it safe. Because they didn't pursue something that they wanted to. They chose to be safe. Opposed to chasing and gambling and, and betting on yourself, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, so I. Oh, blue eyes. What did your what was your dad's career advice to you? You wanted to be a like a radio disc jockey or something. Yeah, right? I wanted to go into radio. Yeah, for sure. And I went to a, well, like one of them broadcasting schools. Schools, right? Took the like entrance exam type thing, and then I, they gave me a bunch of paperwork, and I went home. And dad was like, "I'm not paying for that." <laughs> so yeah. That was, Why? Why wasn't he paying for that? He thought it was stupid or something i don't know what did he tell you about what you need to I do don't to remember make money? bro what jesus christ you, I, you tell me all right so you tell me what happened in my life <laughs> you tell me and then you forget then you I, give exactly. me shit when okay. i return it back well, to what you is that? What what it? no you know what now you're never gonna know what your dad told you because <laughs> i'm not gonna tell you you right. son of a bitch all right well, but let me tell you something well your dad kind of on your ass about that too with the screenplay writing and stuff like that and he wants you to be an attorney he Bucking yeah around. yeah no, he, yes all of that but but I wanted to kind of like go back to the earlier point that you both were making everyone was making except old blue eyes who can't remember what his dad told him is that uh, that for somebody who is playing it safe. They don't think they're playing it safe. No, the, of course not. The people playing it safe never admit they're playing it safe. If and they would just admit it, I'd be happy. But your parents are doing. What in their mind is the best advice for you? Because they love you. They don't want it. They don't know that. And a lot of times our parents are giving us stuff that's not helping us. Right. Get what I'm saying? Dude, but they're not doing it because they don't love us or anything. That's why I think people get it twisted. Well, I, I, I want to stay out of the aspect of, of evaluating necessarily. like Because I don't think any of the... I think everybody's trying to do the right thing. Right? Uh, okay. All right, okay. okay. But what I am trying to say is, like, number one, people who play it safe never tell you that the ones that are playing it safe. It's the most dangerous thing you can do in life is play it, it safe. It might be the most reckless thing you, you could, could do. do. Second yep. piece of this is, is that the same people who tell you... Like, listen, every generation's got to do better than the next. That's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to get you to break a cycle or whatever it is. We'll also be the same parents sometimes that will tell you, like, listen, what are you doing? Playing lotto? You better calm down some pipe down there a little bit. And that's how the, the thing kind of recreates itself. And what I'm, I'm saying is I'm in big Lux camp, which is this. When you bet on yourself, if you want to call it a bet, right? The greatest poker players in the world, yeah, they're gambling, but they're gambling in a different way than most knuckleheads. They're gambling with knowledge of what the odds are. They're gambling with studying the tells. They've worked it to minimize the chance aspect of the game. Minimize the chance aspect of the game. So when we want to talk about the next game, which would be like the music industry, right? right. Chance. Right. You want to minimize that. And one of the greatest ways to minimize that is by putting the work in and honing the craft, right. which means sometimes doing self-assessment, getting real about your shit and then going back to the drawing board and to keep hammering and not quitting. Um, one of the greatest directors and photographers of all time that I've ever come across. I don't know if you guys know him. His name is Esteban Oreo. That guy yeah. didn't quit. Yeah. And yeah. as a result, that's where he's at now and he took the unpopular road the yeah. suit right but to him it wasn't unpopular 
what popular is like whatever right. it's what what am i gonna do? do yeah what do i feeling what do i what's my vision what's my vision i think that overall i think that people lean and depend on the word of somebody else somebody else's experience right what they're being opposed to following your own experience and you know, you know? what a lot of third world countries uh have gotten themselves fucked up partially because they've bought into other people's shit other people's shit but like I, like all right speaking, go ahead speaking on everything that we're talking about like Stevan and everything and yourself and I'm around you guys, right? A lot. A lot of the soul assassins, like us. like So when you're, allow, when you're around the people that bear the light for a culture, mm -hmm. you can only get enlightened. Yes. Right. And we're there. Yeah. So right. minimizing chances. Yes. I'm learning from yes. some of the greatest people. He is as well. So is my other boy. So it's like we're not going into things blindly. Right. Like we watch. We take it back to the crib. We start working the craft. We mm -hmm. put something out. It don't work. We move on. We move on. We move on. Yeah. I've learned it. that from everybody I've come across that means, not means something, but is somebody of substance that, that I admire, the same thing. Don't quit. And we're, we come from that same bloodline. I'm not going to quit, and we're going to give it what we got, and we're going to play the game how we feel we need to play. You know, I just remind everybody here, you guys as well, that... Remember this, oh, blue eyes. Remember this, blue eyes. Like, as simple as a medicines, aspirins, and different cures. And mm -hmm. You think about Einstein. Mm -hmm. There was a way to do things, and everybody was going, this is how you do this. Mm -hmm. like, and it took some guy that they thought was out of his mind. And you have to be a little bit out of your mind to say, I think maybe in this plant there's something. I think if I hang a string with a kite, the light, and the, and, mm. and when they're doing it, people are, are pushing them out saying, you're fucking crazy. Mm. Until we get rid of headaches by buying aspirin now off mm. thing that comes from some plant or some fucking crazy cure. The scientists and medicine has came from people that weren't that questioned yeah. what you guys are fucking saying. Yeah. And a lot of them were fucking killed and fucking executed and put oh. in jail oh. because of them trying something that uh, 500 years later was like, dude, it was like, and something inside of them was telling them that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that that's, that's what we got to go for. Yeah. We got to just listen. You just got to listen to yeah. inside. I think that's where it's at. And if, if that's what you're talking about, yeah. you know, your passion, that's what you're following, then, man, I don't think you can go wrong. I mean, that, I don't, that, that's how I think we're moving. Like, so, anytime we play the shit, we're just like, all right, that's how we're moving. Like, yeah. You said no questions. We don't have a question. Yeah. We're just trying to find answers. We're trying to move how we need to move. That's so, it. Third World, mm -hmm. what is your most recent album? Um, yeah. Our last one was a project we made during like a really trying time in the country, which was uh, you know the pandemic, COVID. all the riots, COVID, COVID, everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so Ice. We, we put yeah, we put together a whole project for that. Lately, we've been just putting out a string of releases. I sent you some of the records that yes, we're about brother. to put out. So um, you guys are guys, I'm saying, you guys are speaking on some. I like the fact. What are they they remind of? me, they remind, I'm going to say it right now. These guys remind me of like a young, early rage because Damn. of their ah, political, like sick. the stuff that they're saying and the envelope sick. that they're pushing. Yeah. 
It's like very clear. These guys are picking out topics that some people don't want to talk about or hear about right now. Right. And I love it because you're doing it in a fucking great creative way, dude. Do I like all of it? No. Do I I appreciate all of it? Yes. And some of your stuff, dude, is dope. And it is reminiscent of like an early rage. People that really had even like the clash, if I might say. You know, like Joe Strummer. His position on integrating his voice politically into music, but getting that point across. I mean, that's why I like you guys, man. You're not picking this super like, we're going to be trendy radio play. Let's do this safe shit so we can get radio. You guys are, yeah, or whatever the fuck it is. You, I don't know. So what is your like political, because you can't call yourself third world without Mm. being political, right? right? There's no way you're going to do third world and then try to do some song Mm. about the thong. No, I mean, I think... Everything you do is going to have remnants of uh, how you move in life. But things aren't always political or, or that's not what we're trying to do. Like, all right, What are you trying to ga- do? Like gangster rap is gangster rap, right? Yeah. So some people come here like, I'm making gangster music. Some people come here, I'm making dance music. Some people come here, I'm making soul music. Like what we feel we're making is just rebel music. Like, mm. Okay, right, so what it, define rebel music, mm. man, of a Revolutionary thousand words. Music. Yeah, come on. Yeah, or, rebel music. Come on, tell like, me. We, it's not just that. It's like I want to make sure, like I want to take a stance and making sure, it's like we're humans, right? Yeah. So not everything that we're gonna do comes from that vein, but we want to make sure, like, all right, if we are gonna say something, it's gonna be said. We're not gonna dance around it. Okay, so, so stop dancing around it and tell okay. me what the fuck you said. Uh, I, I just feel like whatever we feeling, like if something that's happening, like, um, give me a specific, homie. The, all right, so we made a song, Apartment Three Hundred Four. He produced the beat. Yeah, sent it to me, and um, we have uh, our homie Nate No Face on it, right? Yeah, big so, shout out to Nate No Face. Yeah, man, shout shout that man out. Like he he he's the homie. So we made this record, right, and. The idea of it was an anti-gun song. Okay. Right? So I'm going to his crib. I'm carrying all my mic, all my shit, right, to record him and work on this record. And we're like, mm-hmm. man, I want to make a anti-gun song, but without making like a don't shoot guns type song, you know? Right. But like, You didn't want anybody shooting the guns. Right. We just want to make sure that it's a real story and how it comes about. So we, I'm, I'm carrying my shit to his crib and mad cops on his block. And I'm like, hey, yo, like, and I get him, I'm like, hey, what's up with outside? He's like, oh, they're shooting a Nissan commercial. Like, they're shooting a Nissan commercial? All right. So I bring on my shit. We start recording. We close the blinds. We start recording the record. And then uh, Doc comes through because he's going to film some shit. And he goes, hey, man, what's up with outside? Like, this is mad cops. Like, oh, it's a Nissan commercial. And then he's like, nah, full SWAT's out here. Right. And we're like, what they the fuck? They ain't no Nissan commercial. Right. We're like, what the fuck? So I come outside and... Man, all the SWAT teams out there and the fucking um, the chief is yelling at uh, Nate's neighbor mm-hmm. to come outside that they know what happened. That's so we're good. like making this record about no gun violence mm-hmm. while gun violence is happening outside. And Nate in the verse goes, people thought he was the coolest guy. Like people thought the neighbors, he was the coolest guy. But that's what happens after the bullets fly. We're recording right. this record and his neighbors getting called out for having guns in the house and doing this shit. And we're right. like, what the fuck? So if you listen to the beginning of the record, it's the Long Beach Police Department stating those facts. And then you listen to the hook. It's all gun titles. 
like gun, like gun, right, right. gun, like guns and shit. Right. So it's like an anti-gun song while anti-gun shit was happening. Mm-hmm. So we make records like that. That's, that's life imitating it, art. Exactly. So it's not like that's why when I tell you like, um, it's not like I'm gonna make this song. It's right. like the songs are made. They're happening. Like we're humans, right. and all we do is grasp to them and let them go. Like I didn't all have right. to make that record. That maker, that record was making itself. Came through you. He, yeah. yeah, he made the beat and it spoke. We spoke through it. Yeah. Like you listen to that part. You guys are almost just like the reporters, right? Yeah. Just coming through you. This is this yeah. is the Long yeah. Beach. Yeah. Like the beginning is the. the I saw the videos, yeah. dope, dude. I was like, "What the fuck?" Right. So, I was wondering where they got this footage, but the footage was good. I'm yeah. like, "This don't look like B-roll." Yeah. So it's kind of like that's how we make music. Like, what is what is so what is would you say then for like one of your songs, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was the making of three or four. But I am curious to know some of the lyrics that you will push to say like, "Hey, this is something that I I'm saying." Uh, or this is something that I, I believe, or this is something that I think is not being talked enough about. Mm. With, um, so obviously we live in Los Angeles, right? Yes. Los Angeles is only said Los Angeles because we're American, is the English, right? But it's Los Angeles, right? Los Angeles. So I we have a record. It's called "I'm From Here." So the that how that came about was just like yo like it, it's crazy because we're we're from this place and um, everyone acts like we're not like oh you can't come here it's like dog like this everything like we're in Santa Monica a saint yep. right yep so it's like everything you gotta yeah, speak Spanish to be here yeah, so man, that right. the record is that where it's just like if you listen to that one that's another one that is. Life is happening. The beginning of that record is a full banging on the sheriffs because they had just came out that they they have their own gangs within the sheriff department. Right. So this guy's like, "Where you from? Show your tattoos." Yeah. He's like, "It's in your like." We that's how we make records where it's just like, "Yo, you don't want us here. We're from here, bro." And that's like, all. That's yeah. all live uh, recorded yeah. too. Like he actually recorded that guy saying that. Yeah. What are the tools? Like they don't that- want you here. Right, nah, not at all. But we, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna fucking murder you, fucking run you out of your, your fucking, and we don't want you here now. Go back. Didn't you we ca- get rid of your ass originally? <laughs> Charlie nah, Hill. That was the old Charlie Hill joke. Uh, oh, white man told me to go back where I came from, so I set up a tent in his backyard. <laughs> all right, that's an old reservation joke. Hey, um, what tools are you using for the beats? Um, Sean wants to know, but he's afraid to ask. <laughs> yeah, so I, I uh. Everything goes into Ableton at one point. I'm Ableton heavy Ableton user. Uh-huh. Um and whatever I need to do, everything is through Ableton, but if I need to use if I need to take something from uh, SP404 or effects or it just depends on what the beat it's going to cater to the beat, honestly. Do you just have like the like a bin of just like beats that you've made and then you you like Dr. Dre them out to people for a certain money or so, do you does uh, it all come together? As of as of right now, I'm not really no one's really getting beat. The only thing that I'm focused on right now at the moment is the third is third world. Right. But um, you know, eventually, you know, I th- I think it'll, it'll come a time and place where artists are going to reach out and 
I'm ready for that too. You know what I mean? What's I, your... I feel like I feel like, you know, as a producer, you you know, it's like it's like being a barber. You're not gonna just cut one person's hair. You, multiple people need a haircut. They need it. You know what I mean? Right. So and I feel like the more your work is out there, the more the more ties you're gonna tie into what yeah. you're actually doing. A thousand you know? words is hair. It looks fantastic, by the way. So Thank great you. work, great work. Thank now let me ask you this. What is your pet peeve, though? As a music producer, what do you fucking hate? And don't lie. Uh, I hate uh, producers that stay on the metronome. So that means you, you, the beats sound like a robot, like a, like the computer made it. You know what I mean? Uh, like, my favorite thing is, like, and, you know, I try to study, like, you know, like Jay Dilla, people with actual drum or drum swing. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of producers... Uh, they make beats and it sounds like everything is stuck on the, on the you know on the actual notes that they're supposed to be on and it, it takes the human out of the production. Mm. That's fascinating. What do you think about that, Sean? Yeah, you la- you look like a German Shepherd smelling yeah, a steak yeah. when he was talking. You were like, hey, what do you think about that, Sean? Uh, Sound guy, um, engineer. Yeah, as Jay soon Dilla. as he said that, I was like, oh, Jay Dilla. Yeah. And then he said Jay Dillon, and I was like, yeah. I'm actually, um, I'm on the opposite side, but I do come from nah. more of a... Well, you hey, got hey, stuck hey. on... I've worked with him on beats. Nah. I've worked with this guy on fucking beats, all right? So take it easy, every motherfucker. You were on what he was talking about for a minute, right? You were trying to create that live... That swingy sound, I, I remember. Do. I love drums, so it's, I love drum, drum heavy shit. But I'm also a, like an electronic music guy, so I do like a easy quantize. You know what I mean? Right. Where everything kind of falls, like the snare falls right on that fucking, that fucking you know, two and in four, sync, yeah, two yeah. and four. But the reason why I was saying not was because he he Sean like probably every music person he goes and he explores different avenues. He That's true. Sean was a dude that fucking introduced me to dubstep. He got it off a fucking video game, right? No. Grand Theft Auto. You're talking about dub, just regular dub. Yeah. Right? See, I'm so fucked up. I don't even know the difference between dub and dubstep. Whatever. <laughs> Point is, he knew that. So he goes into all these things that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> chapter three. Yeah. Uh, let's hear some more. I want to know who who besides that inspires you guys musically. Yeah. What are some who are some people that really inspire you? Yeah, I think lyrically, musically. You said rage, man. That shit to mm. me. That's that's dope. I love Nas. Like, um, I don't know. It's tough, you know. Like it's tough, but most of the people I like, like, made some of the greatest records. Mm-hmm. And that's I like. I love Nas. Like I said. Kendrick does amazing shit. J. Mm-hmm. Cole does amazing shit. What did you think yeah, like of his uh, recent album, Kendrick um, Lamar? Uh, it's, I mean, it's good. <laughs> it's ama- it's amazing piece of work, you know? Like, it, it's, you know, like, he really is, like, meticulous in how he does things. And yeah. It's great. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of felt I, the same way. I, it's cool. Like, I, it's a, a tremendous, I know it takes a lot of work. The lyrics are there. But it's just not for me. That's right. not what I wanted to listen to. Yeah, right. so, I so did. I felt right. the same so, exact way. But like, it's cool. Like, I'm not gonna be like that. Shit's whack. Like, what the fuck? Nah, it's, I know what it takes to make a record. So to make a record like that is a tremendous amount of, 
work. Right. So it's great work, but it's just not for me. Right. Which and doesn't take away nothing. That's just one man's opinion. Right. So I, I salute anybody that wants to go on this endeavor to make music, man. Chapter yeah. three, what was your thought on the productions on that album? Um... When I first, it took me a few times to actually like some of the stuff, and then, um, cause I I laughed a lot at it. Why? Like when he was like, he's like doing like, and and the first time I heard, it, I was like, but then I I started listening to it a little more, and I actually like, I I actually like I, I like it, but the only problem with that is it's the time and place thing. I don't think I could just listen to it all the time. You know what I mean? Like if I'm in the club, I'ma love it. You know what I mean? If I yeah. feel like I'm in that place, in that place, I'm gonna yeah. love it. But um, you know, like I feel like we also should bring up people like um, like Sean Price, Black Thought. I feel like everybody's saying Kendrick Lamar. It's like everybody has this locked in te- top five. You know what I mean? And it's like I don't know why. You know. Because yeah, why do you think that is? I, I just think they're the mo- more popular people. But you, mm-hmm. you got guys like Black Dot, you got yeah. Jay Electronica, you, you know Benny the Butcher is crazy. I listen to all Griselda. Yeah, Benny yeah. You know, so I got to meet. I feel like I feel like these people, these people already got it. You know what I mean? So it's like they're gonna be they're gonna be topping at that level, you know, for a really long time. But you know, I feel like, you know, Black Thought is an OG, man. He, like, you know, people like that. And um, there's a lot of people out there, man, that could really, really rap. You know, it's just, mm. you know. We we just helped, like, make the Cypress Hill documentary. So I, for sure, like, three brown fools trying to do it. Uh, we're trying to do What's your favorite shit. Cypress Hill track? Illusions. Yeah. Oh, how was people tell me that I need <laughs> that shit goes hard, bro. Uh, start the record like that. This is I like that song. I like that. That's my favorite song. And so, oh, what is what is it like being able to work with the master Estevan yeah. Oreo during that process? Like, what jobs were you assigned, and what did you have to do? I was on whatever you tell me to do. Right, but like, I mean, like Luck was saying at the beginning of the thing, I don't. I play role. Like, hey, okay, I got it. I don't know whatever that was. I figured. Hour to hour. Yeah, I mean he seen right, how but like, it works. What, give so. us, give us like some some ranges. So like okay. one minute you might be X and another minute you might be Y. I, all right, so we went. Um, I think it's called Club Something. It's in the middle of the desert. A lot of things have been shot there, and we shot a uh, Sens part. I believe and some of the mugs too in the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that one was closer to there. Okay. We shot him. And he brought his uh, motorcycle club. Yeah. So when we did that, um, I brought people waters because it was mad hot. We're in the desert. Right. So, and then in the next 30 minutes, I was holding a boom mic. And then an hour after that, I was driving the truck and had all the camera guys behind me following. So just in two hours, I was, uh, I don't know what, I don't know what those positions are called. But I helped hold the camera. I helped hold the boom mic. I brought people waters, and I drove the truck with all the cameras in it, like while they were shooting. Right on. So, so that's how it can go. Yeah, I mean, I just, it's just in anything you. I feel like how you do anything is how you do everything. Yep. Yeah, that's so true. I, I take the same approach with the music. Like, I I didn't know how to make music, but yeah. then I figured it out. So I try to navigate everything like that. 
What is your biggest pet peeve as a lyricist when you're listening to lyrics or raps or whatever? Do you ever be like, man, stay on a subject? Like, what the fuck? Or like, what? I mean, is there anything that grabs you? Nah, not not like that. Uh, uh, it's two. Uh, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Earbuds were directing uh, chapter three where he can go drain his main vein. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't think about it like that. I mean, everyone's gonna express themselves different. You know, it's like if you only you don't only have one train of thought for an extended amount of time. Right. I think with uh, like we were talking earlier, that my pet peeve is listening to so much that you fucking hate it, mm. even mm. though it's good. <laughs> like you know the song is amazing. Like heard it through the grapevine, amazing record. But you hear it so at some point it's like I don't like that no more. That's what happened to Sean. So it's kind of like in your when you make something, you listen to it so much. Maybe somebody else will like it, and then you hate it. No. Now. Big Lux, what's a song you've heard so many times that you're like, if I hear that song one more time, I'm gonna fucking fucking annihilate everything. Do you have one of those? Yeah, I mean, there's. I can't even think off a of hand. I wasn't even thinking about that, but sure, sure. there's, yeah, there's plenty that I, you know, uh, you know, uh, anything if from I the beach, anything from the Beach Boys, dude, yeah, anything dude. by Cool in the Gang, really? Uh, I won't say that, but yeah, oh, for him, no, but especially that one Jungle Book, celebrate, Boogie? uh, celebrate, yeah, yeah, uh, Holland Oats doesn't bother Holland me. Oats I songs Holland that Oats, I can't stand hearing anymore. I, I do you know too, what? But I there's can't. a couple songs I can't hear. I, and I don't even, I'm not even going to say it's a good or a bad song, but I've been in places where I've, I've been in bathhouses where I've heard it played so much. Lady Gaga's fucking, whatever that, what's that song? Uh, I'm joking, I'm joking. Because I, I realized as soon as I said it, it was like very Some people are gonna West, West, West Hollywood, West Hollywood bathhouse music. But that Lady Gaga's, uh, um, as soon as that gets stuck in my head, dude, I go crazy. Do you have a song that gets stuck in your head, a thousand, that you're like, man, I can't get that out? I had a song that I, like, we're talking, they listened to it so much that it lost its appeal. Yeah. Uh, Smells like Teen Spirit. I felt like that. I could see that. But I felt like that, and then I played it a few weeks back, and I'm like, God. This song is fucking sick. Man. That that song is one of the songs that I got burned out in yeah, hearing. Yeah, but you yeah. Li- you revisit it after it's all set. I I played Nevermind maybe like two weeks back, just from front to back. So I, I run like five miles. Yeah, every once in like mm-hmm. try to do it. You know, try to do it daily. So I play whole albums like that. Yeah. So I listened to Nevermind while I was running. And I'm like, fuck, this record is crazy. You guys ever listen to music where like initially, like when you were younger, you're like, man, this fucking sucks. And then now you hear it and you're like, ah, oh, it's fucking genius. Why did I think it sucked? That happened to me with Steely Dan. I hated Steely Dan mm. for years. I was like, boy, if you play that Steely Dan anyway. And then like, I don't know, I got old or something. And then all of a sudden I listened to it and I was like, that's pretty good. Sean, do you have any of those where you're like, it's usually the opposite. What do you mean? Well, like when I was a kid, man, I loved Bon Jovi when I was a little kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now, and then I got to be a teenager. I was like, "Fuck that! I hate Bon Jovi." <laughs> yeah, you're like right. a terrible. Every song is terrible. You're right. Every now. fucking song. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, on that one, you are right. Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah, got yeah. that one right. I didn't totally. Yeah, you learned something, son. <laughs> I, I feel like that about '80s music. Like what? I don't know. I don't know. You the, came in here talking about '80s music, right? But I don't know what the names of the bands are. But uh, like Steph, Steph of Seagulls on, yeah, and Stevon play. He's because I told Eurasia. Him, I, I was like, I tell him I was like, I don't <laughs> like '80s shit. Berlin. Yeah, I, I don't like. I don't fuck with '80s shit. And he'll play <laughs> records. I'm like, 
fuck yep. this shit's dope, dope. man yeah. right like, this is crazy amazing music I, I can't believe i was shut off to that, that that the whole european influx of music that was coming in mm -hmm. in the 80s the new wave what they call it mm -hmm. new wave music mm -hmm. There's great stuff and for me, but that was also at a time where me and Esteban were, you know, 17, 18, 19, you know what I'm saying? When it was coming in and we were kind of, you know, you had you had you had rock and roll which everybody was listening to, uh -huh. which is fucking from Peter Frampton to Santana yeah. to Led Zeppelin to fucking Kiss and fucking Van Halen, but you had this new wave music coming in, which the rockers didn't like, yeah. and you had hip hop coming in. Which neither one of them like them, and hip hop crazy. didn't like them, and so you're making crazy time. But dude, I tell you, man, I still have albums like I listen to Mozzie probably more than anything, and I've been listening to Mozzie for four years. My workout whole workout playlist is Mozzie, Meek, and Nipsey, Damn. and some Mob Deep shit, yeah. you know. But my dude, I listen like I don't get tired of Mozzie. I really don't get tired of Meek shit either, bro. I mean, it's all the time. And sometimes I ask myself, like, even Baby Boy with me or my daughter hop my car, like, Dad again, dude. Like, how how many how much of this stuff can you listen to? This you thought I was finished? Yeah, you always on. I'm always on ten, fool. Man, dude, I just like I love the 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 raps. The music, the whole thing about mm. it, I just love it, dude. And and even if the context is like on some gang, like I get inspired. But I love gangster shit, dog. That like that that motivates me. It gets me. That's my shit. You know what I'm saying? I love Led Zeppelin. You know, and so it can go back and forth. But mm. I don't get tired of Led Zeppelin. Ten years gone. Right. Going to California, like I can. Any time it comes on, I need to listen to the whole thing. I don't get tired of David Bowie. Right. I do not get tired of David. Bowie. And it's like with the Maji thing. It's like you put that shit on, dude. I've got to hear every sound. Don't turn that shit off. I need that shit on, dude. You know. So, <laughs> I, I, and I felt like for a while, there's these artists that come out with these one songs, or you go to the album, and I come from an era where you could listen to an album, and there was ten fucking songs, yeah. like out of like. 14, 16 songs. There was like 12, 13. That you, you can listen to the album, one whole side, flip it over, listen to the other. You want to listen to the whole album. It's great music. Yeah. feel like for a while that was gone. I feel like there are some artists that bring it back. Mm -hmm. um, like a Mozzie. I can listen to his whole album, you know? And there might be one or two tracks I don't like. I like the whole thing. Cypress is one of those fucking bands yeah. I could put on an album. It's like... There's a lot there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think I think that comes from everybody's churning so much shit out. When would you get? You get one album every two years, maybe. Three. Right. Now right. it's like you wait too long, it's gone. So Everybody's like in a big gonna, rush. You're the, gonna hit. You're gonna. You're fearing a rush. What do you make? What do you? What happens when you're in a rush? You don't you fuck do good shit. shit. Up. You exactly. make mistakes. So yeah. you're now listening to people's mistakes all the time. They made a compilation of some a lot of mistakes and some really finely tuned things because you want to just be out there. So Well, know. let me ask you this. Take then. your time and do yeah. it right. Or just take your time, man. Make sure you like your shit. Let me ask you this. So in listen so one of the things that I would think would be kind of difficult would be mm -hmm. There is an aspect to some music where you're like, okay, if I listen to that too many times, it's great, but I'm gonna hate it. Mm. But then when you're making your own music, you wind up listening to your own shit like a thousand times, right? Yeah. 
So how do you guys navigate or what's your strategy and philosophy for navigating like, I got to listen to this, but when I've listened to it so much, I might have lost all perspective. Um, how do you guys deal with that? How do you keep it? Put yeah, the guard well, production level, you've got to hear it more than anybody else. Right. Yeah, You're like, right. man, I already hate the um, song. It hasn't even come out. For me, for me, it's all about it's all about breaks, man. Like, you know, because once you once you get ear fatigue, everything's gonna sound the same. So, like, once I feel myself getting fatigue, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna take a walk. I'm gonna shut everything off. I don't want to mm-hmm. hear it. Um, and a, a lot of things. A lot of time, what I like to do is, I like once I get ear fatigue, I shut it off. And I'll wait a couple of days, and I'll go back to it. And if it sounds the same, that's how I know that something's good. And then I'll go at it for another six hours until my ear gets fatigued. That's how we finish records. We've sat there for hours and hours. Just we do everything. We like, we like our engineers that we've had. You know, we had one good engineer, and everybody else is just like they're trying to send us reference tracks. They send us some shit that takes us back like two weeks. So we're just uh. like, you know what? We're going to just do it ourselves. He went to music school to just learn how to record himself. And, like, we're just, like, doing it all ourselves. Like, he's going to record himself. We're going to, if I need to go over there and help him record, if we need to touch on top. And then once it gets down to it, he brings it down to me. We do mix and mastering. I send it back to him, bounce it back to him. He does all the drops. Like, we do it all ourselves. We don't have an engineer or anything like that. We're just doing it all in-house. But it's tough doing it that way because usually... His job is to rap. My job is to make the beats. Then you send it off to an engineer. They mix and master, and they and that's a whole process in itself. So we're doing three three jobs, three four jobs by ourselves, and we're just let's let's make it happen every day. We just we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna get it done, and whatever we need to do to get it done, that's what we're gonna do. Like I was saying, that's a like uh, what's one of the peeves. And I like, and I hold it. He was, he was sick. Like he got, he he was yelling at my party, lost his voice. Yeah. And I call, I call them, I call it because we, you know, my my girl's Mexican, so they're all just like, we're doing those gritos. yeah. <laughs> um, like we were fucking, but, uh, I was getting it in, boy. you know, with the drinks and all that shit, yeah. you know. But uh, you know, I call As him, one I call does. him Fudy. Yeah. I'm calling Fudy. I'm like, what's up? Like, where's the music? You know what I mean? Yeah, he man. came to my house the other day, and you know he's sitting on records that are not done yet. He's asking for beats. I'm like, well, where are the where are the records at? Yeah, you right. want a new beat? Like, let's get it going. And you know what I mean? And like that, that's the kind of motivation you need to have to to self assess. Yeah, you like like you know I'm gonna tell him the truth. You know, yeah, what I mean? exactly. we've sat there and listened to 10, 10, 15 records, and we choose three records. I said everything else trash trash it or just, just put it out and see what it does like back put it on the back burner put it out see if it does because honestly it's not up to me or him what the what our audience is gonna like it could be our worst song and they might like it you know what i mean but i don't think anything should go in the trash but i do think that certain records belong in certain places <laughs> yeah. hey and i'm gonna tell him that's just how it goes man Do i mean same, same and he does the same thing yeah. for me Dazzle, but Dazzle, <laughs> like seriously right i'll just be like Fuck. Oh, that was man. a long time wasted. <laughs> like, even right now, thinking about, like, some of the time I spent on some records, and he was just like, nope. I was like... And this but, dude's books are wild, got, too. Yeah, like, he got, like, books of, yeah, like... raps, and I'll just be crazy. like, fuck. Some of it, like, of pages time. of just hieroglyphics. It's, this dude's crazy, yeah, man. He yeah. has, Because like, I, I love Rakim. Yeah. I still do. So I found out that that fool writes every because he didn't want yeah, nobody reading it, reading his shit. Yeah. So he would uh make he made his own legend 
right? So each, so you invented an alphabet? Yeah. So I, on I, top like, of rapping? Yeah. So like, I, God there damn. was a point where I was like, man, fuck it, I want to try that. Not because like I was like, oh, this is how I'm gonna move now. I was like, I'll do it for a few songs. So I made like a few books that are just all like. <laughs> fucking crazy ass writing that yeah. yeah you're encrypting his rap yeah. dude you might have a job in linguistics if, yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah, like you seem like a doctor of linguistics yeah, like you're studying yeah. adjectives you got yeah. probably a how many thesauruses do you have bro i, I have none none do you no. go online and look up different no. words no i just reading i read a lot what do you read um right now I just finished the Book of Five Rings. Oh wow! I, yeah. I was talking to uh, Franco Viscovi. He recommended uh, Thinking Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. Yeah. So I bought all the homies that because I was yeah. like, bro, if he's telling me to read that book, mm -hmm. I'm gonna hand it to the homies too. Like y'all yeah, read yeah, this yeah. shit with me, so we're on the same page at some point. Wait, hey, chapter three. What yes. chapter are you on in the chapter three? I, 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 okay. <laughs> no, nah, man, I haven't. Uh, I haven't got to it yet, but I got a busy life, man. Like, hey. I I got a really As busy life, so I'm really trying to get to it, but like. I do a lot of stuff, man. Like you know, to to make to to get this music music thing off the ground and keep my people off my back. Cause like I said, I have a family. I got you know my girl. You know she, she thank God she just started a full time job. Mm. But like for a long long time, I'm supporting my whole family. Is that know, why you guys were doing the 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 gritas and everything? She got the no, job? no. It was like nah, it was a celebration nah, it was of a life, celebration. man. Uh, it was a celebration for a. It was a bap, It was a baptism for her sister's baptism. How many did you get out? I could, oh, I could shit go. Shit time. Shit time. For how long does this go on? You record those all night. Album? Oh, that would be great. Oh, you need to record a all few. Night. Bro, you album, need all dog. of that. I need one. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me one. No, I got you. I'm on. Yeah, I need one voice. for this. We need one for this show. fucking show. I got, yeah, I got you. All right. Oh, awesome. No, no, I'm not going to do it right Come now. Come on, man. He just got his voice back. How is that? Yeah. yeah I got his voice back. What? Are your vocal cords strong or not? Nah, Come on, not man. Not right now. Oh. I got you, though. Go All right. Hey, you know what? I was, you know what? I fucking was listening to yesterday, like a old fucking, some old songs came on on the background of somebody else's shit. And I was like, that motherfucker had one of the greatest rap voices ever. Who? Noriega. Oh, yeah. Young Noriega? Yeah. Dude, man, like... Piercing. Dude, his, his sound was like... Sick. Nobody sounds like Nord, bro. You know what I'm saying? That like, era, it just... That era was just... Man. DMX, like, Busta. All them fools just unique. Now, like you said, like, we were talking about authenticity. Sometimes it's not even that. It's like... Everyone sounds similar. That's why yeah. I think like so I think like, like nobody uh, got that. That's uh, I, really I like, like that Rome. street Rome, that streets type stuff. I like yeah. his sound, but like I think that's a lot of why West Side Gun, he has his lane because yeah. that his whole sound doesn't sound like anybody else. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I love that shit. But I was like saying, nor at that time mm -hmm. for that type of like rebel gangster type shit. Man, that shit was just like I heard. I was like, "Damn, I don't hear motherfuckers sound like that anymore." Yeah, you know, yeah. he's like built for the shit. But yeah, man. So what's going? What's happening? What's coming up? Do what do you guys have like on the near horizon, or what kind of new music is coming up, or can we expect? Or yeah, for sure. I mean, like like we were saying, a lot of self assessment, a lot of like just working on music. So there's a lot of story. We're trying to tell a story within the story. Like, all right. 
I feel like shit, the best shit built is worlds, right? You look at fucking Marvel, it's a universe, Marvel mm-hmm. universe. You look at everything made, Star Wars world, like whatever it is. Right. So we're trying to make what we're making well, into this is that, that's this, all ties in into what we're doing. You think like that and, too. You say that all the time. It, yeah, it's so, about so, the worlds. Yeah, we're trying to do that within like the city. Mm-hmm. So like we got a punk guy on the record with Nate No Face. Like we got, I, we got a few records with like soul singers. We got a few records with people that you know come from different well, lifestyles, and we want to tie it into what we're doing. So we want to represent ourselves and where we stand by like through us. Like we're gonna get different people from each part and filter it through our sound and how we're moving and it's a lot. Give your own interpretation it, of this. Well, they're gonna come to like our world. Right. So how do people how do people find you? I'm just on Instagram. Usually, I'm I a lot of the people with uh, features is organic. Like it's just like oh man, hey, like I fuck with like the shit with Nate was organic. Like you know, I, I, I've talked to D Boy a lot, so it's like we're hopefully we got something in the works. As uh, we spoke to Amelia Cisco, she's a singer from Finland. Mm-hmm. Like we got something in the works. She's bad so, too. Yeah, she's but I like mean, incredible. does Third World have an Instagram? Yeah. Handout? Oh yeah. Thir- yeah. Third World. Three R D W R L D dot L A. Awesome. So it's like that's where we're at. And, and then they can find you Thousand Word. Yeah, Thousands World. Yeah. And uh, Chapter Three is that yeah, your Instagram? Yeah. My too? Instagram handle is Chapter Underscore Tres. Okay, and then on music, if people want to listen to your music, where do they go? Yeah, Spotify, anything on the, on no, the no, no, Instagram. No, they got the link platform. tree on there. Okay, all streaming yeah. platform. All streaming platform. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got we got link trees on our, on all of our um, pages. All you gotta do is click the link tree, man. You yeah. get everything there. You guys, get right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any shows coming up that we know of right now? I know that shows pop up out of the, out yeah. of nowhere, and you'll be up on a stage doing your thing. But do you have yeah. anything scheduled right now? Um, Right now we're working on one in Venice. Okay. We're gonna be doing something in Venice next, next month. Yeah, next, next month. month on and the then eight. next month as well, we're gonna be doing a Dickies event. Stevan's doing a cal- like collaboration, and we should be doing a show do for them. Yeah. Hundred year anniversary. Okay, but I tell you, man, for the Venice thing, I would love you guys to send us a flyer for gotcha. it that we could we'll talk about it on the air a cool. week prior. Cool. We'll story it on on a hard luck. Oh, I want man. you guys to know that you can call me you can shoot me stuff and use this platform that's the reason i have you guys here right. i want Thank to you. expose you out i want people to get to know and find you guys and listen to your music and oh. i want you to continue to use this platform however you feel necessary man, so that we can you, spread Thank the word you. about you know fucking <clears throat> third world yeah man let's do it let's do it yeah Fuck man Excellent. thank you guys for Excellent. having us man of course oh, thanks for coming yeah. on man you guys are Solid creators. Thank you. You know, appreciate that. It's good. So you heard it, man. You heard it. Third world. Tremendous. Get with that. Chapter three. Chaps and thousand. Follow these guys. Listen to some of their music. You can get to hear what I'm talking about. What you got, partner? I got Ovando Bowen LLP. We were breads to court, right? Official and proud attorneys for Estevan Oreo. Yes. So if you got it twisted, we're going to untwist that shit. <laughs> we got it twisted. And I'm going to tell you something else. Proto episodes. Episodes that were so 
incredible and so raw we couldn't even put it on the show official podcast they wouldn't let us you can now listen to it on gumroad sean oh blue eyes where do they go for the proto hls.gumroad.com right these are the titanic creatures of this show you will learn new things you've never heard before also art of war as read by big luck so you want you might want to add that to your little library over there guys mm-hmm. art of war learn how to win Fucking A. And that's all I got. What do you got? I got www.supermaxhardware.com. Dropping a summer capsule before the 4th of July, so keep your eyes open. And uh, Cookies SF, at Cookies SF. CookiesSF.com. VibesPapers.com. Shout out to my boy Burner. Also, CandleBuds and EstebanOreo.com. Shout out to the... The camp, the soul assassins. Yeah, shout and, out the uh, camp, man. Shout out all the hummus. Always listen to the Hard Luck Show, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And you can listen to us on all streaming platforms and or go right to www.hardluckshow.com. And you can listen to it right there. And uh, Sean at movemental.media for all your audio and podcast right. needs. And don't oh. forget, oh. hls.gumroad.com slash post. Go over, there's a trio of episodes. Right, chapter three episode. Hey, what's your guys' latest single? Go ahead. Um, we put out a song called In the Blood. Mm. Mm. So that, that's, that's the last record we put out. We're going to put out one next month from, you know, try out the songs at the shows. And then, like you said, what's coming up? We're going to do a project. It's called Enjoy Your Stay. Nice. Yeah, and then so, get the fuck on out. Yeah. Because yeah. like, the first one was Welcome to Our World. This, Latin, this next one, what happens when you're welcome? You got to enjoy your stay. So that's why right. we're moving. Nice. Yes. Shout out all the homies. Man. Hey, man. Shout out to Renee. Shout out to Ernie. Yeah. Ernie, you're part of what made this all happen. Yeah. yeah. yeah and the whole you. audio family. Yeah. yeah. Sending you my love. Yeah. All right, you guys. Thank you for coming in. And it's Adios Amigos from the Hard Luck Show. Yes, Instrumentals make your soul fly Make your mama miss you before we let in our own job We don't care no kick cause that's the visuals That's the only time I'm wax You could ever be the issue Y'all getting afraid of this Y'all moving more like Jada We moving like Jada Kiss I don't give a fuck about this Look how I carry myself And how the business is seen So keep my name out of your mouth I'm filling it with kids When the fuck is in the blood In the skin in the bones homes
does not create the teyol memechatin, the karma, which one will have to now unknot and heal oneself from. And one is finally finished playing the master's game. You see, in my language, we have no distinguishing word for the perceived notion of white man, or black man, or brown man. Send a blood, 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 bl